good, everybody. Welcome into your daily sports betting show of record. The early edge. We are powered, as always, by the almighty sports line. I am the coach, and we do this seven days a week, 365 days a year. But this is our weekly golf-only episode, and these are one of the special weeks. We love doing it every week, but this is one of the special weeks. It's a major. It's Open Championship. It's the sixth major of this super season. So let's bring in the star of the show. He is the host of the award-winning or almost award-winning first cut podcast here at CBS and Sportsline, Rick Rungood. What's up, Rick G? Coach, yeah, this is, we've been spoiled, right? We've been spoiled with major championships. We've been spoiled with the summer. We're going to savor this one because it's going to be nine months until we get another major, but this is the first time we've had the Open Championship in two years. It's going to be absolutely phenomenal. It's going to be great. And for those who live out here on the West, like you and I do, Rick, it's going to start like late Wednesday night because they see up on the first tee. It is you play 18 straight holes. It's not both tees. I love everything that's different about the open championship. Get your naps in coach. Well, I'm going to have to be taking naps. We're going to have to be sipping coffee at 11 o'clock at night. We're going to have to be uh, dragging a little bit, but we'll get the job done. Yeah, it is. It is the purest form of golf. I think Royal St. George's is a great test uh, on paper. It doesn't look that difficult, but trust me when that wind starts kicking and that pressure starts mounting, these guys are going to be feeling it. <laughs> yeah. Let's take a little storylines. that could affect the betting lines before we get into your card for the week. And there's two things I want you to hit on. Uh, kind of what kind of a player does well at Lynx Golf, because we saw it last week at the Scottish Open. But then also another big storyline this week are players that have pulled out for a myriad of reasons. Hideki, Kevin Na, Zach Johnson test positive for COVID, Bubba. It's well over 10 players now that were scheduled to be there. Now they're not playing. Yeah, absolutely right. We'll start with that one. Even Sung J.M. and Siwoo Kim have opted to focus on the Olympics coming up. There are a lot of reasons why uh, some of our top players have not made the trip, and it's opened up opportunities for some other names, like a Harold Varner III, a Brendan Steele. The RNA has added more guys uh, from the European Tour in there, so it's plenty of opportunity. And this is a true Lynx-style course. This is the way golf was uh, supposed to be played. There is literally, I'm not exaggerating, one tree on the golf golf course one only one because of those uh harsh winds the tough conditions in 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 kent england's there that's really the only thing that can survive and what we have seen is you need to be in complete control of your game if you have a flaw you're in trouble and it rewards creative players because this is not American style golf where you just fly the ball in the air, the entire distance you can play and are sometimes encouraged to play the ball on the ground. So the more creative you are, especially around the greens that usually tends to open up more options for you coach and options are very, very good in the game of golf. And for those of you watching at home, if you care to use our information, great. If you don't just understand that, a lot of us that are in the know are going to be very European heavy this week because they play Lynx golf just a lot more than Americans do. It's not that Americans can't play well. We saw last week they can. Scotty Scheffler, JT, Xander all played well at the Scottish Open, but I think most of the time we lean towards a European. With that being said, let's look at your, your cards. So every week we take yep. two head-to-head matchups, our bread and butter way. We make most of our money. Give me the head-to-heads that you saw this week jumped off the screen that you really like. 
So I have two. Uh, Tony Finau, minus 162. Big number, but I, I know, Coach, sometimes the juice is indeed worth the squeeze. Yes, that's right. Over Justin Rose at plus 130. And this is a, a lot of a fade of Justin Rose, who has been propped up with this uh, ceiling putter for a couple of major championships in a row now, gaining over 11 strokes with the flat stick. It's unsustainable. His game is a bit of fool's gold right now. It's about to all come crashing down. And Tony Finau, while he hasn't played as well recently, his open championship history is some of the best open championship history you can put together. His average finish is the best average finish of any golfer who's played this event at least twice in this field. So I'm certainly looking for Tony Finau to bounce back this week. I'm willing to pay the juice. And then Abraham answer minus 120 over Christian Bezadenhout. Answer outside of the U.S. Open has been phenomenal. And let's be real, Coach. There was probably not much of a chance for him at uh, the U.S. Open at Torrey Pines. It's a long course. It's an animal. It does not fit his skill set. I like to think of Abraham Answer, what he did at Royal Melbourne at the President's Cup, a much more linksy style, firm and fast course like we might get uh, in, in at Royal St. George's this week. And I think he gets right back on track and he starts playing well again. Yeah, he is creative, the word you use. He is really good around the green. All the things that are really going to be important this week uh, at the Open Championship. All right, we always do two props also, a top 10, a top 20, something that we find in our partners, William Hill, that you say, you know what? I think that'll cash. What do you got? We'll start with the top 20. That's Lucas Herbert. He's an Australian who plays primarily on the European tour. He won on the European tour two weeks ago and just finished fourth last week at the Scottish Open when all these great Americans came over and added to that field. But we have seen him on the PGA Tour. So his last two PGA Tour starts were both top 20s. One of them was at the Memorial. The other was at the Travelers Championship. So we're in a stretch of four events in a row worldwide where he's cashed four top 20s. One of them has been a victory. He's playing with a lot of confidence right now. I'm asking him to finish inside the top 20 to get three to one on my money. And then I went for a nationality prop and I went with Danny Willett to be the top Englishman at 22 to one. That is not a typo 22 to one. I I was just a little shocked by this number. There are certainly a lot of really great Englishmen in this field, but Danny Willett is a mutter when things get tough, when things get windy, when this turns into a grind, that is when Danny Willett does his best. We've seen him pop up a couple of times recently worldwide. I think he is a really sneaky option at super long odds to be the top Englishman. And that's crazy because those are those are win type of odds. Right. And you only got to be like five or six dudes. <laughs> yeah, there's like five, there's like four or five real tough names at the top. That the field's deeper than that, but he is certainly right in the middle of that. And right, it's like it's like winning a golf tournament 22 to one. Wow. Wow. Okay. That's uh that feels really good at plus twenty two hundred. <laughs> now, Matthew, it's bad. There's some big names there, sure. Yeah, but of course. But we're, we're looking at value. We're looking at and there's huge value there. All right. Now, this week I asked you to do a little something more than than normal. I know you always pick two winners. And you say, you know, I think those two guys could, but I want you to pick two winners and then give me a long shot. Something that's over 90 or a hundred to one that you like this week that we can just sprinkle a little bit on. Yeah, absolutely. We're start with Brooks Kepka. It's a major championship. He's 16 to one. I think if you ask the casual golf fan, they would say uh, Brooks isn't playing all that well right now. There's a lot of distractions. There's the knee, there's the Bryson stuff. And then you realize, oh my gosh, this guy has three top five finishes in his last four starts. And two of them are majors. He is right in form. He's exactly where we would want him to be. And I think a lick style golf is one that he has more experience on than a lot of his American peers. I like him at 
at 16 to one. And then I'm enamored. I'm just absolutely enamored with what Victor Hovland has been able to do. He's 40 to one. He has two wins here uh, on the PGA tour, both of them on very windy courses, Puerto Rico and Mayakoba. He added a European tour victory just two weeks ago. His short game is much improved and we know he can get a red hot putter 40 to one. That's my number for Victor Hovland. And then this is a, a chaos week. The open championship can create lots of chaos. We're going a little bit further down the board. Russell Henley at 115 to one on my money. He has been ball striking the heck out of it. We've seen him struggle a little bit on Sundays, but he tightened that up in his last start. And I like this one so much coach that I think I'm going to make it my chiefs dog of the week. There it is. <laughs> I don't even know if I can continue. <laughs> that was so awesome. And I, oh my God, I didn't even see it coming. Wow. We have a Chiefs dog of the week. There's Russell Henley. There it is. Oh my God, it's so great. The one thing I love about, well, there's a lot about major championships, is these are the type of things that happen. Is that really good players that normally might be 30 to 1 or 40 to 1, you can get them north of a 90 to 100. Because they got to spread that money around. They got to make it enticing enough to don't put all your money on John Rom at seven to one and they lose all their money. So there's great, great value. And if you don't like Russell Henley, there's several other players north of 100 that you look at and go, really? Yes, really. Can't believe we have a Chiefs dog of the week. <laughs> all right. Grab your paper, grab your pencil. We're up against it. Here is the recap, and it looks absolutely glorious. Justin Rose has been terrible. Take phony, Tony Fee now over Justin Rose. Then we'll go Abraham Answer, minus 120 over Christian B. Then Lucas Herbert, who I love this play, top 20, plus 300. He's been dynamic, as Rick G already said. Then Danny Willett, top Englishman. It's going to be tough, but if he catches this, my goodness, plus 2,200. Then Brooks Kepka to win, plus 16. Victor Hovland, plus 4,000. And then Chiefs, dog of the week. We're going Russell Henley to win at yeah, plus 11,500. A $100 play will cash you $11,500. And this is a dude that's been right up there at the U.S. Open and other tournaments in the last month. My goodness. All right. You know the drill. You've got your marching orders. Let's take all. No, no, no. Let's take five of these seven tickets straight to the pay window. For Rick Rungood, Rick G, our executive producer, the jeweler, I am the coach. Remember, this is the only place, it doesn't matter the sport, to get your early edge. Good luck. 